Hello everyone, thanks for joining us. Whether you're joining from your living room right here in Raleigh, Durham, or whether you're sitting in bed with a cup of coffee, uh, or whether you are joining from around the world, we are a big global family. Today, I'm gonna to be speaking on the fear of the Lord. And I'm excited about this message. So let's pray. Father, I want to thank you with all my heart for the joy of the fear of the Lord. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the very spirit of love. And I ask you that you would release a tremendous impartation onto each of us today of the spirit of the fear of the Lord, that our hearts would burn with your love. And I ask that in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I also ask that whether it's in a person's heart that's watching, maybe in their feelings, maybe in their actual body, Lord, I just ask you with all my heart that every single one of us would experience your tangible presence and power and your very person in Jesus' name. Amen. The fear of the Lord is one of my favorite subjects because the fear of the Lord is the dynamic of love. It is the very nature of love that God has revealed to us. You see, God is love. For love to be love, there must be a lover, there must be a beloved, and there must be love. And Jesus came to show us that the Father is the lover and that he's the beloved, and that the Holy Spirit is the love. And the moment that we really see that revealed was at his baptism. When John the Baptist baptized him, Jesus came up out of the water, symbolizing the moment of his resurrection, when having worked our salvation through his finished work of the cross, when God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, so that we could become the righteousness of God in him. In that moment, as he came out of the water, the Bible says that the heavens were open and the voice spoke, you are my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And the spirit descended upon him like a dove. It was a phenomenal moment. It was the moment where we saw eternally in that moment the Father's love for His Son, that the Son is the Beloved and that the Holy Spirit is the very tangible, experiential person of love. The good news is, is that when we put our faith in Jesus, we become the Beloveds in the Beloved. And the Bible tells us that in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 to 5, that from the very, very foundation of the world, God chose us in Christ to be his dearly beloveds in his beloved, adopted into his son, into his love forever. King Solomon in the book of Proverbs, he shares the extraordinary benefits of the fear of the Lord. And we read in the book of Proverbs, King Solomon lists the extraordinary benefits of the fear of the Lord. For example, wisdom, knowledge, humility, long life, riches and honor, hatred of evil. We can rest satisfied 
and those who walk in the fear of the Lord will never be visited by harm. One of the great challenges with the fear of the Lord is that we feel like it's some kind of elusive uh, dynamic that's hard for us to access and, and, and that it, it, it involves us having to conjure up the fear of the Lord. But I'm so thrilled to let you know that the fear of the Lord is one of the very seven spirits of God. God, the Holy Spirit, is revealed in seven distinct aspects of his nature. And in the book of Isaiah, chapter 11 and verse 2, we read these words. Let's read it together. Verse 1, Isaiah says, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. He's talking about the beloved, the beloved Son of God, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, who would come in, into the world and save the world, which he has done through his death and resurrection. He goes on to say, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of the knowledge of the Lord and the spirit of the very fear of the Lord. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. And he goes on to say, verse three, his delight, Jesus' delight is in the fear of the Lord. When we realize that the fear of the Lord is not something that God is looking for us to self-create on the inside of us, but the spirit of the fear of the Lord comes to us through the Holy Spirit and we are ignited with the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord is the consciousness of love and the constraint of love. The fear of the Lord is what keeps us constantly walking with God. The fear of the Lord is what keeps us constantly delighting in God and walking in the knowledge that he is also constantly conscious of us and delighting in us. And that causes us to be constrained so that we don't do what we want to do. We do what pleases him. We do what blesses others. We walk a life like Abraham walked in the promises of God's blessing upon him so that he could be a blessing. Love always gives. Sin and evil is the opposite of love and sin and evil are constantly thinking about self. But love never thinks about self. Love is always giving. We read another amazing verse in Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 6. And let's read that together. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Wow, that verse is such an obscure verse. But right here we see that wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times. Right now, the whole world is in extraordinarily turbulent times. Nations are in total upheaval, economies are in disarray, and viruses, diseases, all kinds of things are taking people's lives. I don't know if there's ever been a more unstable time in all of history, but right now, things are so unstable, but the scripture promises that wisdom and knowledge are the stability of our times, and the fear of the Lord comes with wisdom and knowledge. And I think that's why God says in his word right here, that abundance of salvation 
is associated with the fear of the Lord and wisdom and knowledge. And the, that the fear of the Lord is his treasure. You see, we are God's treasure, each one of us in this world. Every human being that's ever lived, every one of us are God's treasure. And as a result of that, the fear of the Lord that has brought this extraordinary act of love in which the Son of God gave his life on the cross and paid the full penalty of all the sin of all of humanity and then died the death that we all deserve so that we could be put right, so that the Father could put all of our sin onto his perfect Son, knowing that having died, he could then raise his perfect son from the dead. And in raising his perfect son from the dead, he could raise us from the dead with him. Those of us who love him, who desire to spend eternity with him. And that is why the fear of the Lord is his treasure. It's the constraint of God, his love for us all, that caused him to desire us so much that he paid the ultimate price to have us for eternity. I want to finish with a verse in the book of Acts, chapter 9 and verse 31. And then we're going to pray for everybody. Acts chapter 9 and verse 31 says this. Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee and Samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Proverbs 11 verse 30 says that the one who wins souls is wise. Wisdom comes from the fear of the Lord. And look at this right here in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, we see the fear of the Lord being celebrated in the most amazing way and being associated just like it was in Isaiah 33 verse 6 with the abundance of salvation. Here we read that as the people of God, the church of God, were walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, despite the fact that all around them was tremendous turmoil and persecution, it led to a phenomenal multiplication of souls being one, of people being drawn by the consciousness of love himself, being constrained by him, to him, for him, forever. Folks, I want to say to you, if you're watching and you've never given your life to Jesus, love is pursuing you. Love desires you. Love the Father who's the lover is looking for you to be his beloved. The beloved eternal son who saved you is looking for you to be the beloved in him, the beloved forever. The Holy Spirit wants to come and bind you and join you to himself for all of eternity so that you can be in eternity with him. And it's the fear of the Lord that is the key to all of this experience of God. And I want to encourage each one of you right now that the fear of the Lord is constraining you, 
is controlling you because the fear of the Lord is the love of God. It's love pursuing you, love desiring to bless you, love wanting you to be a blessing, love wanting you to live a life that's unselfish and more blessed than you could ever imagine as you give your life away and see the world around you touched. And right now in all of this turmoil, what better time than for us to walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord? I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your love, that you're the lover. And I thank you that in Christ Jesus, we've all become the beloveds in the beloved son himself. And I thank you that that means that we can experience the very love of God himself, the person of the Holy Spirit. And I ask you that that same constraint, that same consciousness of love, Lord, would just come into the hearts of each one of us and burn in us, that you would keep us from sin, you'd keep us from evil, you'd turn us from wickedness, and that you would give us hearts that burn with extraordinary love for you, God, for ourselves and for one another, that we would be a people, God, that would walk in your love and give it away in this world. Oh, may the spirit of the fear of the Lord fill you right now. In Jesus' name, amen.